Pastor Jenny, my beautiful special precious wife, uh, I've asked her just as I've just said, honey, there's some things that have been bubbling up in your heart lately. And I just want you to come and, and uh, without notes and without a whole lot of uh, trying to do a sermon, so to speak, but just talk from your heart and just share with the people what God's been dealing with you about and what he's put on your heart for them. And just to share for as, as few minutes, as long as she wants really. And so honey, come and just take your liberty, share whatever's on your heart. And then, uh, and then I'll come back. Glory to God. Hello, everybody. You are missed. My husband's been telling you that, so I know that you know that, but we think of you and we pray for you. And you keep coming up in our hearts. Your faces come up before us and we pray for you. But I, I've been spending extra time with the Lord. And, you know, what's really came up in my heart uh, is actually kind of a tag on to that prophetic word that came when my husband gave, you know, a message in tongues. And then I gave the interpretation and it was about pushing through and having things be birthed in your life. And I know people can think if they're assessing this in the natural, they can think, oh, you know, they're just saying that. But there's, there was a, an attack released against the church and not just ours, but the whole church. And the Spirit of God saw fit to say that we need to push through. And I don't know, I've been talking to some of you. And if you're like us, then you can feel resistance pushing back against you. And, you know, as you go into things spiritually, you will find that you're going to have to break through those things because there's different ones in different seasons. And when God has been promising you things and telling you things, you got to know that there's going to be resistance at times. Every day is not resistance. But there are times when you're going to feel it. And it feels like a wet blanket. It feels like a heaviness in the atmosphere. But what keeps coming up in my heart is that God is with us and that we need to push in this season. Not, not the natural, yes, we get organized of telling someone, I keep myself on a tight schedule. I can tell you that. Maybe that'll help someone just in the natural. Keep yourself on a tight schedule. Require something of yourself in this season. But, and I do. But more than that, it's your spiritual habits that you need to pay attention to in this season because that's what's going to cause you to be able to burst forth and break through. And I know it's, it's, a, it's a unique analogy, but at the same time, when a baby comes forth, there's, there's work. <laughs> Sometimes it can be painful before that baby is born. And that's what the Lord said. He said there's a pushing that's required. So take him at his word. Don't be discouraged. Get into his presence. That's where there's fullness of joy. I was walking this morning, just spending time before the kids get up. I go out for a walk and just worshiping the Lord. And it's just amazing, the river that flows out of that and the sustaining power of God. And it's not because we're so great. It's not because we're so cheerful or optimistic. But it's because that river in us, we can tap into it when we're worshiping him and when we're praising him. So turn with me in your Bibles tonight. It's just going to be a quick word, but I just want to share this with you, and my husband will come. Matthew 7, verse 25, it says, And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not. Why? Because it was founded on a rock. Let me read that again. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and it beat upon that house, and it fell not. That house fell not for one reason and one reason only. It was founded 
upon a rock. And these are the words of Jesus. He was teaching the people that when something beats on your house or if a season beats on you, whether it could be your physical body, it could be your situation in your home, in your, in your relationships, with your kids, doesn't matter what it is, in your career, when something beats on you, there's one thing that will keep you from falling. And it is that you are founded upon the rock of Jesus Christ. And that word is to be spoken from your lips, from your heart, believing God. You need to believe God that it doesn't matter that the rain is falling. It doesn't matter that the wind is blowing or that floods come because of the rain. Your house will not fall because it's founded upon the word of God. And what rose up in my heart, even as I walked in the building tonight, was that the enemy has been trying his best to oppress you. And some of you have been experiencing special attacks. This is not to glorify the enemy. This is to take authority over him. So for those of you that are watching, put yourself in agreement with me right now. Raise your hands. And we're going to take authority over that attack that is trying to oppress us, that is trying to cause sickness, that is trying to cause oppression, even that we've never experienced before. And so, Father, we lift up our hands to you right now, Lord, and we take authority the authority that you gave your church through the blood, through our identification with you, through brethren. We have been given the authority to speak to devils that influence situations in this earth, that influence sickness and oppression that would try to bring defeat against us, that would try to come against our minds, that would try to come against our bodies and our constitution. And we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And we say you pack up and you get out of here in Jesus name physical ailments that have come and tried to land we speak to you we say out in Jesus name we tell you you get out of here in that precious name we take authority tonight we are not having it we're not living with it we're not accepting it and we're not afraid of it and father we just give you the praise and the glory now for it's your your power that is going into the people right now, Lord God, to drive those things out. And Father, for those that are standing in faith, Lord, I thank you that they are fortified. And we declare that no destroyer can come upon our houses. Nothing that destroys, not just that takes life, but nothing that steals, nothing that takes, nothing that robs is allowed in our household. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. It is our position in Christ that causes us to rise up and to take authority over you, for you are defeated. And we speak to you in that realm of the spirit and we command you to go. And you will desist in your maneuvers. You will listen to our voice. You will listen to the words that are coming out of our mouth before they come out of our heart. Our heart that meditates that our God destroys the work of the enemy. He destroys the weapons that have been formed in this season against us. You foul enemy, you are defeated. And we declare and give you notice that we will not have you exalted in any state we are exalted in the name of Jesus in Christ. And Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for those that are, that are pushing and feeling that resistance, Lord, that are standing their ground, but they're feeling it. Lord, I thank you that the strength of God, the deliverance of God, the healing of God, the power of God, the miracles of God 
extends to them now upon this hearing that they take a hold of it, that they are strengthened with might in their inner man because they know the love of Christ. They know the love of Christ will deliver them every time. It's a supernatural kind of love. It's a protecting fatherly and motherly kind of love. Lord, we thank you. You are working. You are working behind the scenes. So many of us have already seen it in a measure, Lord, but we say that we will see the fullest measure in this season, that we will see it come to pass, Lord. We will see more and more, heaps and heaps, your generosity extended toward us, Lord God, because we are like Father Abraham. We speak when we can see nothing, and we know it will come to pass, and we're not weak in faith. We don't stagger, but we give glory to God, thanking you, because we know your promises are true and that you will perform them. We are like Isaac, the child of promise, that sowed in famine, not just money, the least of these things, but we sow your word. We sow your authority. We sow, Lord, when it looks dark and it looks like there's nothing in the ground coming up, but we sow and we shall reap a hundredfold. We declare that we reap on every side. We declare that our enemies take notice that we have reaped when the ground was barren. We have sowed when it didn't make sense in the natural to sow. We sow kindness. We sow peace. We sow love and joy. We sow time in the presence of God so that when we come out of this season, we come out in the quickening and the fullness of the Spirit. We sow, Lord, and we thank you. You're the one who gives the harvest. You're the one who does the healing. You're the one who does the redeeming. You're the one who takes us out of a pit. You're the one who destroys the destroyer. You're the one who sets our feet upon a hill like princess. And Lord, you declare who we are. And we thank you and give you praise, Lord. We declare we are free. We are free. We are not entangled again with a yoke of bondage. But we look into the perfect law of liberty and we declare who we are. And Father, we thank you that we are the redeemed. We are a new species of being. And we thank you, Lord, that when the winds come and the rain comes and the floods come, our house doesn't move. Ours is built upon the rock of Jesus Christ, the revelation, the new covenant in your blood, Jesus. And Lord, we are not wimps. We are taking exactly what you said is ours. We are in that covenant. We are with you, Jesus. And we're listening to your voice in this season. Nothing has changed for us. We don't back down an inch. We don't back up. We don't cower. But we take and take and take and take. And we rebuke you, enemy, on every side. Get your hands off of our stuff. Get your hands off of our bodies. You get your hands off of our minds. You get your hands off of our assets. We declare, God, there is no liabilities in this season. There is only prosperity in every realm for us. That prosperity that comes out of the spirit realm. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We're like Obed-Edom who had the ark turned into his house for three months and everyone was aware, could see him prosper. 
And then David went and took the ark because he knew that the anger of the Lord was stayed. And he knew that it was not a curse that would come because he looked at the death of that man, Uzzah, or Uzziah, Uzzah, I think it was, that held the ark and died. And David came out of it and recognized the blessing of the ark of the covenant. And he brought it into his house. But look at what the scripture says. It says that he prospered mightily so that all could see. And Lord, we thank you today. We thank you today that that is a type of us, Lord, standing in our home. Your ark is there. Your presence is there. The Holy Ghost and Jesus and the Father, you're there. And so we take this time to have your ark close to us. Lord, we're never without it. But when the day is dark, we are aware that your presence is there waiting to be entered into in our homes that are prospering may appear to all. Now, the prospering is still the byproduct. It is that we may know you. It is that we may know you and the power of your resurrection. That we may know your presence and that we may know what comes out of that presence, Lord. And you never reverse that order. It's time with you, nurtured by your spirit, by your word, that produces what others can see as prospering to all. So, Father, we thank you and we give you praise. Do you hear us, Father? We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, our awesome provider. We praise you, Jehovah Rapha, our healer. You are our healer. There is nothing that the curse brought where your blood does not flow into it to make it totally whole. That is what your word says. That is the truth. That is your word. That is the truth. Lord, you are a God of miracles and we worship you. We're awed by you. We worship you, God. There's no one like you. And Lord, you came to live in us. That ever abiding presence, that intensity within us. Thank God you're not on the outside of our flesh. You're not on the outside of our spirit, but you live in us. You live in us. You live in us. You dwell. The fire and the frequency and the power of God lives in us. And for that, we are so eternally grateful, God. That is what causes us to rise early in the morning and to hallow your awesome, precious name. For you are God of heaven and you are God of earth. And hallowed be your mighty name. For you are worthy of all honor and praise and no fear shall stand before you almighty God for you are the beloved one you are the trustworthy one who is faithful you are the mercy seat of heaven Jesus 
You are compassion poured out beyond, beyond anything we will ever grasp in this lifetime. But we lift our eyes to you. We lift our hearts to you. We are found worshiping you in this season with our knees to the ground and our hearts bowed in honor before the one who has saved us, who planned for us, who captured us with his magnificence and his brilliance. You are Jehovah God, Father. We love you. In a time of plague, we say nothing shall by any means hurt us. Nothing. Because you are the secret place. And we abide in you. We're hidden in you. Hallelujah. And we worship you, Jesus. Hallowed be your wonderful name. God, yet three, three in one. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. You are worthy, precious kings of the earth and of heaven. We worship you. You are glorious in splendor and magnificence. You are glorious. Your breath breathed into us causes us to live forever. And yet we live in victory on this earth. We shall live in victory alone. We shall not retreat because you are the great banner. You lead us into every war. You lead us into every circumstance, every enemy arrayed against us. You lead us. You lead us. You don't just tell us to go. You lead us and your banner flies high. You are the Lord of hosts and your mighty angels and your mighty armies. They march with us. You are God. You are the beloved one of your saints. And we worship in spirit and in truth. But there's none like you, God. We declare your righteousness. We declare your goodness. We declare your faithfulness to all generations, to all who serve you who take your name. We've taken your name. We're your keepsake. You're our inheritance and we are the ones who inherit you. God, open the eyes of your people that they would see the breadth, length, and depth of your love for them. Your caring for them. Your might for them. The joy of you, the joy that you exist so mightily and that you came for us. You came for us. You longed for us. You came. And so, Lord, we look in the face of anything that is compromise, anything that is defeat, and we rebuke you. We do not partake of you. We do not touch you. We are set aside for his glory, set aside for his goodness, set aside for his miracles. We are the church, but with his blood. And Father, you are our house. You are our abode. We live in you, and that is why our house doesn't fall. That is why you're not a mantra. You're not a set of rituals. You're not a set of activities. 
sun. You are the rainbow and covenant for us. You are the splendor of Joseph's coat. You are the axe head that floats. Oh, you are the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful God. You are the supernatural one. You're the counselor. You're mother and father. You're the one who draws us to you and causes joy. Joy to spring up in darkness. Supernatural joy. So that we are built upon that rock. So that we are a the fulfillment of that type and shadow of Obed-Edom, who was known in Scripture and Chronicles to be a worshiper in the house of the Lord, who was a gatekeeper for the house of God, who was blessed with eight sons. It says that he was blessed because you took note of him. There's a reason why the ark went to his house, why the king sent the ark to his house, it would have been well taken care of there. Lord, we want it well taken care of. That ark, your presence in our homes and in our hearts. We want to be worthy. It's good that you prosper us. But we want to be worthy that you would come and dwell. That your presence could be seen. That your presence could be felt. We worship you. You are worthy of it all. And as much as we think we know you, God, and as blessed as we've been and we have been tremendously, we are starving for more of you. We're so glad that when we get on the other side of this, you've got an infinite eternity waiting to show us your splendor. And we'll cry like the angels, Lord. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And Lord, we thank you. You're the God who is. You're with us. I pray that they'd be so unmoved, God. So unmoved. Not only that, they would come out of this in the power of your spirit gnashing their teeth at anything that would dare to stand against the saints of the Almighty God. We declare victory. Victory for us, for ours, for our houses. Victory. Jesus, you are our victor. Father, you are our victor. Holy Ghost. You are our victor. Lord, let us be consumed with you. Consumed. 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 You gave me a word, Lord. I shared it with the women of Roar. You said that there is much that we have to position ourselves for to get ready. And that is needed. That is a necessity. But that you would fill our pots, so to speak with your new wine, that you would bring us higher. And that part you would have to do because we position 
And there's only so much and yet a lot that we can do. We're not slack with our hands on our side. But it's your wine poured into this vessel of ours, Lord, that has been prepared, the new vessel that can take the new wine. Lord, let your presence touch them all in their homes that they would see and feel the might of God. They would feel you, God. You are a consuming fire. You are holiness. You are love. You are peace. You are the prince of peace. And we've been speaking so much about that peace so that anyone feeling shaky would be grounded. But look at the might of your father. Do not forget. Do not forget his mighty hand. Do not doubt him. Do not doubt him. Look up. Look up. Look up. His might wants to take you further and higher in this season because you're called by his name. You're called by his name. He's got a glorified name. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Oh, we're not afraid to worship you, God. Holy, most magnificent God. Three in one. We love you. We love. We love you. We love. We love you. First love. The first love. We're grateful for all that you do. But if it was none of that, you're the one that we love. We get to spend our love on you. Be found spending your love on him. Always, but especially in a time where we all, this is such an opportunity for the church. In stillness, he speaks. He speaks loudly, of course. But in stillness, his words is he rewards those who diligently seek him. We skip over that verse so easily. He rewards you for diligently seeking him. So my word to you tonight is this. Seek him. Every chance you get, every chance you get, seek him. Seek him. Seek him. Seek him. Please move past rigid 10-minute devotionals. Please seek the one who loves you. Let him heal your bodies. Let him touch your soul. Let him touch all of you and bring his wholeness. Bring his strength. Bring himself to your house your temple, your body, glorify him. Glorify him in your body. I had that scripture on my heart today. It says, 
Let me just pull it up here. It says, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. But what? Know ye not? Pay attention that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and you are not your own. For you are bought with a price. Therefore... Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. It is a season to glorify God in your body. Whatever your body's doing, make sure it glorifies God. Make sure your knees are down praying. Make sure that what your hands are working on is not carnal. Make sure that your body which houses the Holy Ghost, is at work for him. And glorify him in your spirit. That's the spirit life. Please don't do the natural and leave out the spirit life. That's where the life flows from. That's where the leadings come from. That's where the rejoicing and the refreshing flows. That's what God wants for you. He does not want you running on empty. Don't run on empty. Make a decision. I'm going to live full. I'm going to live full. We worship you, God. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. You're awesome. Awesome, awesome, and powerful. I thank you, Lord. I don't even have to pray in that sense. Lord, I know your word and your presence went through that camera because you're bearing witness of your word and what the Spirit is saying. Oh, we love you. We thank you for the days ahead. If Paul could write an epistle and rejoice and say, rejoice in the Lord always in prison, then we are going to rejoice our way through this season and we're going to find tremendous uplifting in your word. We're going to put ourselves to work, Lord. We're not idle. We're not idle. We're doing the things we need to do. And we're letting the spirit life flow so that we can come out in the power of the spirit. And I praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. You're so wonderful. Amen. The Lord is good. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Well, praise God. That was the power of God flowing into your heart. I don't think anything more needs to be said tonight. I knew in my spirit, even though my wife was arguing with me, I knew in my spirit that I wasn't supposed to do the ministry tonight, and she kept trying to get me to do the preaching. But I just knew if I could get up here and get her into the spirit, the rest would take care of itself. Praise God. So thank you, honey, for that strong, strong word. It's more than just a teach. That's not a teaching flow tonight. That's an impartation flow. That was, that was words spoken under inspired utterance. That's really the, by the gift of prophecy. She was praying and she was speaking. And if you had an open heart, something came into you. Strength came into you. As well as instruction, correction, tweaking, uh, rescue maybe for some of you. But there was something that came into you as a result of that. Because that was the anointing that was flowing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus.